Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day, welcome back. Darren Mitchell here on the final episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader podcast for this week, Friday the 30th of September 2022, the last working day of the ninth month of the year. And uh, I cannot believe that tomorrow is the 1st of October, which means, well, as soon as you get into October, it's two months till Christmas, which is which is just frightening, absolutely frightening. So I trust you've had a phenomenal week. Trust your team has taken advantage of all the opportunities that are no doubt in front of them, and you are needing to have a restful and uh, peaceful weekend to reflect and regenerate and get ready to reload into next week. So as we wrap up this week, I want to talk about a very important topic for every single person who is in sales. Now, I love sales, been in sales for over 20 years, and often say that it is the ultimate form of service, being able to identify a problem that someone or an organization has and then provide a solution to that problem is is just a phenomenal, phenomenal feeling. And sales really doesn't start, and I often say this as well, that sales really doesn't start until after the sale is made. And this is where a lot of the, I guess, the, the negative connotations around sales comes from in that there are many people out there in many organizations who look at sales as, let me get a product in the hands of people and or in the hands of the organization, not really not really concentrating too much on whether that product is needed by that person or that organization, but I need to get sales in the door. I need to get revenue in the door, so I'll do whatever I possibly can, whatever it takes to get this product into the hands of that customer. If that means I'm going to take a square peg and put it into a round hole, then that's what I'm going to do. And is it any wonder that people have a negative connotation around sales when they have salespeople or people who are trying to push upon them a certain product, a certain uh, service, or in some cases, even a certain idea. And the, and the concept that I talk about that sales really doesn't start until after the sale is made is, is all about playing the long game. Now, I've shared the story a number of times that when I was purchasing a brand new car, and this is way back in 2008, I was uh, late 2007, early 2008, I was uh, doing my due diligence on a number of different cars. And anyway, I decided on the Volkswagen Passat, and as a V6, beautiful car, still have it today, it's it's going really well, thank God it's uh, still firing on all cylinders, but the interesting story is the salesperson that I was dealing with was all over me leading up to the sale, he was looking, and, and it was only in retrospect that I realized that he saw me as a, a customer who was going to generate revenue and going to generate a commission for him, he didn't see me as a long-term potential customer. And nor did he take into consideration perhaps the network that I might have had and the people within that network who may have been interested or at least in the market at some stage over the next two, three, four years for a new vehicle. So he treated me like I was king leading up to the time that I signed the contract for that particular car. As soon as the contract was signed, crickets. And I've shared the story many times that I saw him once over the next three or four years and it was only as we were passing each other through the showroom of Volkswagen that I saw him and he didn't even, he kind of recognized me, but he didn't even know my name. So is it any wonder that people have this negative connotation around sales? Now, I often talk as well that every single person on the planet is in sales, irrespective 
of whether you are selling a product, a service, a concept, an idea. We are all in sales. And often when I speak to people who are not in a sales role, that is, they don't carry a target, they don't have responsibility for generating new business or generating revenue, they often think, well, the sales department does all the selling. I don't do sales, which is a real, real challenge because every single person on the planet is actually in sales. Irrespective of the role you perform, irrespective of where you sit in the organization, you are in a sales role. You don't have to have a sales target to be in sales. So that's the first thing to get across today. And hopefully everybody that's listening to this can understand that every single person on the planet is in a sales role. It is the oldest profession. It is also probably one of the most lucrative professions as well. Now, for the people in sales, let me talk about the people in sales right now. The people in sales, what stops them more than anything else in terms of driving success? And I've got to say, one of the biggest reasons for people not being successful in sales is not asking for interest or not asking for the sales. And for many, it is a thing called the fear of rejection. Now, you do a straw poll on most salespeople and you ask them what their biggest fear is, most of them will say the biggest fear is putting all this effort in and not actually getting a successful outcome. It is the fear of rejection or it is the fear of saying no. And you go into any single industry and you look at the statistics around that industry in terms of the process they have to go through in order to get the conversions, it's actually quite staggering that a key part of being successful is to understand there's going to be a lot of customers who say no. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs in order to find your prince. And I've talked a lot about real estate, for example, in terms of real estate agents. They understand this probably better than any other salesperson on the planet. In order to get listings for properties, they have to knock on a lot of doors. Now, that could be a lot of physical doors, but it also could be a lot of virtual doors or metaphorical doors. But asking for interest to see whether this particular family, this particular person is interested in listing their property. And most of the time, they will get a no. But they know statistically they've got to ask 100 people in order to get probably three appointments or three people who might be showing a level of interest. And from that, they get a level of conversion that happens because not everybody is in a position to want to sell their property. They might be really curious to know what is their property going to be worth should they look at possibly putting on the marketplace. But the vast majority of people at any point in time are not going to be interested at that point to want to sell their property. And it's a rare occasion when somebody knocks on the door and say, hey, you're willing to sell your property, that they actually say, yeah, I am, um, because it's, it's, it's literally catching lightning in a bottle. So part of this is understanding that customers are going to be in a certain buying cycle and there'll be various different stages of the buying cycle. But salespeople need to understand that in order to identify the customers that A, they're in a buying cycle and specifically where they're going to be in a buying cycle, guess what? You've got to ask the question, you've got to ask for interest and not asking for interest or not asking for the sale is what's stopping the vast majority of salespeople from achieving the success they ultimately could achieve if they're actually able to ask the question. So here's the reality. No one is interested unless you ask. And I talk about this all the time, that your customers are not interested in your product. Uh, I remember this back in the coaching days, early coaching days, where my mentor was saying, hey, people are not interested in coaching. What they're interested in is solving a problem that they have or a problem that they think they have. And the same thing goes for selling any sort of product or service. It is a problem-solving exercise. And if we can articulate a problem really well and articulate that problem probably better than a customer can articulate that problem, then chances are you're in a position to be able to put forward a solution to that problem and a higher probability, therefore, of that customer taking on that solution. 
And yet for many salespeople and certainly a lot of organizations, the very, uh, the very process that they should be following, the questions they should be asking are exactly the processes and questions they're not following and asking because of some sort of fear of what if we get it wrong? What if they, what if they say no? What if they reject me? Well, here's the thing. If you do not ask, you're going to get a guaranteed no. So how about we start asking? Now, many salespeople and many organizations wait for customers to come to them. That's the classic inbound. There's a lot of organizations that, for example, have an inbound or an inside sales force. And a lot of these people are basically waiting for the phones to ring, waiting for the inquiries to come in. And it's all based on inbound marketing. Now, this can be very effective. However, there's also has to be in most organizations. In fact, I would say most every organization that's successful there has to be an element of outbound as well. Now, I'm not necessarily referring to cold calling, although cold calling is still a very effective mechanism to build awareness and to identify people who might be interested. But again, cold calling is a little bit like knocking all those doors in a, as a real estate agent. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs in order to find potentially a prince. And the numbers are not that great in terms of conversions. And this, this is what puts a lot of people off uh, doing it because they're almost looking for, well, I need to be able to make a certain number of phone calls and be guaranteed that I'll get a certain number of people interested in the product or the service that we're selling. doesn't necessarily work that way. I mean, over time, statistics will start to play out and it's a, it's a vast majority of calls you're going to make will not bear any fruit whatsoever. So, But we need to start, continue to think about how do we build curiosity, how do we build interest and how do we give ourselves an opportunity to convert that interest into a paying customer. Now, I often use this example as well, and I'll ask the question here, and I'll ask the que- I ask the question of, of teams all the time is, do you have a partner? So I'm going to ask you right now, do you have a partner? And if the answer is yes, think back to how they became your partner. What actually happened? Because the thing is, we need to recognize that somebody in that relationship got sold. Somebody was doing the selling. And just think for a moment that if that hadn't have happened, where would you be right now? Think of all the things that have happened in your career so far and the relationship you've got. There would have been some time where you had to ask a question. You would have to stuck your neck out and be in a position to potentially get rejected, but you asked the question anyway and you found yourself taking one step in front of the other and you've arrived at where you are today. Nothing ever happens unless you ask the question and nobody is going to be interested unless you ask the question. Now, my only experience here, I've been married since 1995, so it's coming up to 2023, March 23, it'll be 28 years. I met my wife at university, we were both doing an engineering degree, and for the first four years, we didn't date. Uh, we became really good friends, and obviously there was something between us that we kind of felt, but didn't really act on it until after we'd finished our degree. And so I was sitting at work one day, and I've been thinking and thinking and thinking. This is this is sometimes the danger, particularly in your sales, you can overthink things, and the conversations that you have in your head can do your head in. And I often say to people, hey, know what you stand for, know what product you've got, know what value you can add. And then just pull the trigger. Just ask the question. Because what's the worst thing that people can say? They can say no. Well, I'd much rather get a no and get some feedback so at least I know than continue to wonder about the what ifs. I can't deal with what ifs. I can't deal with maybes. And I can't deal with the unknown. So I've got to ask the question. So I'm sitting at work one day and I've been thinking and thinking and thinking. I said, bugger this. So I rang the number. I called her and I asked her out. Now, at that moment, it was a moment of truth. And that moment of truth could have been, well... There is an opportunity now to say yes, or there is an opportunity 
to say no. Now, I think I intuitively knew that it was probably leaning towards the yes, so I felt a little less uncomfortable, but it was still out of my comfort zone because I was still sticking my neck out there and for all intents and purposes in a position to be completely rejected. So I asked the question and the answer was yes. So we talked about things and <laughs> history goes, and I love saying, love talking about this, our first date was actually uh, I got invited to her house for a lamb roast. Now I had all intentions of taking her out for dinner but she said, oh, mum's cooking a uh, lamb roast, so why don't you come over to our place? So I came over to came over to her place, had dinner, met the family. I'd already known, known the family, already met them because I'd, I'd seen them a number of times because I was doing projects with her over the course of our university days. But um, it was now in a different context, and I felt really comfortable. But I look back on that, and I think, well, what if I hadn't have asked the question? What if I had have delayed what if I had have continued to procrastinate? What if I had have stopped asking that or not wanting to ask the question for fear of being rejected? I would never have been in a position to, first of all, have that beautiful lamb roast, but everything that's happened since, that would never, ever have happened. I'm so grateful that I did that, so grateful that I stick, stuck my neck out, so grateful that I took a uh, took a chance, and also so grateful that she said yes. So um, another example of nobody is interested unless you ask. So let's get better at asking. Whether you're a sales leader, whether you're an individual contributor, uh, whether you're just a person listening to this and thinking, I've got some ideas I need to try and get across and try to influence some people to take some action next week or the week after. Think about what is the value proposition. Think about what is the problem you're you're trying to solve. Think about the customer. What is the problem they are experiencing? Think about what type of person they are and then just ask the question. Is this something that interests you? Is this something you'd like to know more about? Is this a challenge that you're experiencing? Because one of the things we need to get better at is understanding that nothing is going to happen until a question is asked and nobody's going to be interested unless we ask the question. So I hope that message helps as we finish up this week because I see so many salespeople out there just waiting for the phones to ring and it doesn't happen. Every now and then you might get uh, lightning in a bottle that somebody calls you and says, hey, I've just seen you on this particular advertisement or I've seen you on this, heard you on this podcast or whatever the case might be, I thought I'd give you a call because I'm really interested in what you've got to got to offer. That happens every now and then, but you can't build a business based on that. As salespeople, certainly as people running running businesses, we need to be out there, we need to continue to add value and we need to continue to ask the question, are you interested? Is this something that might be worth exploring? So with that, have a fantastic weekend. Thanks very much for plugging into the podcast. As we wrap up, no podcast would be complete with me without me asking you the question. So as I said, the whole point of this podcast is no one is interested unless you are. So I'm going to ask you, are you interested? Are you interested in working with somebody who can help you become an exceptional leader over the next three plus months? To do that, two ways. One, jump on to leadwithdarren.com. Let's have a conversation. Or the other thing, I'm going to do something really weird here. I'm going to give you my mobile phone number. My number is 0412 So if you are an existing sales leader looking to take your sales leadership to an exceptional level, or if you're brand new to sales leadership, or in fact, if you're an existing individual contributor right now with the aspiration of becoming a sales leader and you'd like some help making the transition or at least getting prepared to make that transition really quickly, Give me a call. Send me a text message. Love to have a conversation and love to help you because I'm not going to work with everybody. I've only got a certain number of spots and it does require an investment. Uh, two parts, investment of time on your part because it's an investment of time 
for me, but there's also a financial investment as well, which you'd expect in any success-driven industry. So look forward to that conversation. And uh, as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.